Let's do a little time capsule. It's late 2006 and everybody was polishing their best, my wife, while proselytizing that JT was indeed bringing sexy back. And every dorm room, including my own, had a dusty PlayStation 2, a tattered plastic guitar, and a party game called Guitar Hero 2. And while many a musician lamented that real guitar players would never touch it, and it showed no true musical prowess, the non-musical would show off their skills in high scores over rounds of beer pong and pack bongs. The Everest of the game's tracks was a real-life song from a real-life band inserted partly as a joke and partly to test the fingertaps of the masses. The song was Through the Fire and Flames by UK metal outfit Dragon Force. And with that, the genre they practiced, power metal, entered the public lexicon in North America and in a single deft blow, jumped the shark. From there, power metal was a four-letter word spelled with ten. A goofy, high-energy shred fest that lacked any real substance and was for D&D nerds and guitar wonks only. Yeah. Not, not pop enough for the mainstream, not heavy enough for the metalheads. An underground sensation was decapitated as soon as it showed its neck. But power metal was not a recent metal genre. In fact, its roots go back decades, arguably being formulated in 1987 and hitting a major resurgence in 1997 as a mostly European phenomenon that played very well in Japan and Brazil. The American underground had flirted with it from time to time. There was a reason it was largely unknown until Dragon Force's fateful mainstreamification. Like any metal subgenre, all roads lead to the same place, Black Sabbath. So we're going to explore how the genre went from here to here. Today on the first installment of Power Pod. What up, metalheads? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Power Pod, the podcast that explores the history of metal's third biggest punching bag, Power Metal. I'm Rob, and you may know me as the host of our parent podcast, Checkered Past. I've always been a big Power Metal fan and wanted to create a podcast where I could talk about it and show that for all its pomp and cheese, it has a fascinating history just waiting to be explored. But I wouldn't dare do it alone. My co-host is a musician and songwriter for numerous Edmonton bands, including Rap Poison, Rec Betty's, and Femme Voyeur. Maz is here. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Oh, there you go. That's your new, <laughs> that's your catchphrase? That's my new catchphrase. <laughs> there may be more. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm Engineer Slynn. You've never met me before. <laughs> but I'm Engineer Slynn. I am clicking the buttons today, and I think I'm doing a pretty good job. Great button pushing, Thank baby. You. That's what I've been waiting for. Yeah. I will do my best not to chime in too much, but it might be hard, but I'm really going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> so, but let's talk about power metal. Yeah, That's like, what we're here for. So, Maz, how would you describe this genre of music for those that may have never heard it before? You know, that's a good question. I feel like it, it really can be a great many things. For me, power metal requires a few things. I personally... Need soaring operatic vocals, mm. like soaring operatic soaring vocals. vocals. I need power in those vocals. I also love a guitar solo that will melt your face off. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got to have some face meltage. Right. And um, I also this isn't necessary, but I personally really love it when there's just like a minor Nintendo content. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like just a little essence of Nintendo. video game happening video in game my guitar on. solos, but. But yeah, also it's just an attitude. Nerd energy. Big attitude. attitude. Keyboards, no keyboards, is that needed? Guitar. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All yeah, of it. it. Yeah. Gotta have some keys. Gotta have, I, you also gotta have some cheese and some theater. Hey. If there's not theater and drama, then it's not for me, baby. And so, uh, why do people shit on it so much? <laughs> <laughs> well, it can be quite easy to make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> From all the things that you previously just yeah, mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> literally. The theater, the drama. Also, like, the outfits. I mean, I love the outfits. Mm. I mean, there's bands that literally, like, will dress up and, like, wear horns. Like, look at Battle Beast. That's, you know, I love it. But I could see how some people think it's a little, I don't know, silly. 
So like black metal people would ma- make fun of power metal. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> they're the cross punch sure. of the metal. Like so, you're not lighting enough churches yeah. on fire. Yeah. So of the of the true uh, metal genres, yes, power metal is like. The like annoying kid brother. It's the heel power, yeah. power metal's the heel of the metal world. No, because they're all heels. That's like the yeah. point. Yeah, metal. Like it's heel. metal. Is you're the Jokes. bad guy, Jokes. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that's the thing. They're not the bad guy. They're the face, and that's the problem. Would you say they're like the third yeah. wave ska of ska? <laughs> they get made fun of the most. Yeah, if third wave ska, like if if ska never changed once in its like seventy years <laughs> and just played it the same exact way the entire time it was around, then yeah, it would be a lot like that. Fair <laughs> point. Uh, I have no problem with it sounding exactly this. Like if people are like, oh, all the bands sound the same. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Actually, that's great. I'm glad that these bands sound the same. It's good sound. <laughs> yeah, keep good. doing it. it if it ain't broke, great. what are you pointing? Sorry, at? I need to shut up more. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. What are you looking for? Oh, what do I like about it? Yeah, I, uh, I like I like double bass drumming. Yeah, it's word. amazing. Yeah, so when they slow down, I'm like, no, 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 just pick, just speed up, speed up. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I like I like it to be like energetic. I want to feel like me sitting down is not enjoying it properly. Like word. I need to be like get up and go adventure somewhere. Well, it's always like it's always got to be about some epic shit, yeah. right? Like a a quest of some sort. Yeah, I yeah. love that shit. And posy. I like that it's posy. Like, I'm not a negative person generally. And so I like to have, like, you know, I like to be uplifted. I like mm-hmm. to feel like things can be improved oh, yeah. through metal. Metal's very positive. Yeah. Or Tolkien, just keeping Tolkien yeah. more yeah. alive. Like, if you're Blind Guardian, it's just Tolkien yeah. all day. Tolkien. Yeah. Quests. Who are, who are your, <laughs> who are your bands? Quest. Who are your bands? Who are who my like? bands? I mean, I would have to say my Iron Maiden yeah. is my all time favoritest band can of I all the bands. Can I make an engineer request? Yeah. Can you please tell the story on Pod of when you met Bruce no. Dickinson, please? Or yeah. you don't okay. have to. Uh, no. It's just one of my favorite things. It's can just edit it I've never later. been less fucking cool in my <laughs> <Sorry>. life. <laughs> Sorry uh, you are on this podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah, this was not my, uh, yeah, not my finest hour. I'm so, um, so sorry. <laughs> I met Iron Maiden and I proceeded to humiliate myself i was shaking crying throwing up i was a nervous wreck i told bruce you know everything i think i I told him about the iron maiden musical i had written inside my head and that he'd really like it and if i could just give him a five minute teaser let me just show you the first scene you know and he uh just let me spew all of the things. I was like, I love you. You shaped me who I am. You're, you've made me the person I am today. And I love you so much. And he just was so kind and gently was like, that's oh, a bit much, life. Huh? <laughs> Boy, it's a, it's a bit much, eh? And I was like, yes, it is. It's much. It's so much. Oh, God. And then I barfed, you know. So that, that's Thank uh, you. my meeting with Bruce Dickinson. And, and, and confirm or deny, it was at the Sherlock Holmes pub. It for sure was. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? The one downtown? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where puking happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I puked in that's that bathroom what, many a time. I puked on that sidewalk many a time. Uh, it's still there. It's still there. It is uh, still there, yeah. Uh, I like that you're on first name basis with Bruce Dickinson, whereas I'm pretty sure if I met him, I'd say Mr. Dickinson like the whole time. Maybe Sir, <laughs> Sir Dickinson. Captain. Oh. Yeah, Captain. Is he knighted? Oh, no. Captain, my is Captain. Sir I don't Bruce. know if he's knighted. He fucking should be. <laughs> if he's not, I'm going to start a petition right now. What can't he do? Sir Sword fights, Bruce. makes beers, flies planes, fucking writes books. He is not knighted. Oh, tragedy this needs to change he still who do we good. talk to about this Maybe that can be call the queen mother goal of the pod is no, she to get bruce she dickinson she knighted. Did. if there's one thing huh? the pod does is, is this get, get bruce dickinson knighted <laughs> yeah man we're off to a good start S- starting a petition you know who's gonna definitely listen to this podcast bruce dickinson yeah bruce maybe adrian smith <laughs> adrian yannick i love them all i just love them Iron Maiden. That's a good yeah, choice. That's like, my I number mean, one. Mm. That's a great choice. I heard from somebody they said uh Iron Maiden, like in England, Iron Maiden is like not cool. Like they're like what? the nickelback of England. Somebody what? said that. Or the Rammstein of Germany. Or the Rammstein, yeah. Like how you're like, those are those hmm. are pretty badass stuff, but then you're like over there, it's just so prolific. Hmm. So ever just too much. Too, too much maiden. Too I gotta much go. Maiden. You gotta I would go. Love that. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love meat in. <laughs> what do I like? I like I I am a dealer's choice, really. I like it all. <laughs> I don't like the US stuff really. No. It's a little too manly. Mm. Uh I like the I, I like it when it's like very overboard and the European stuff is I like, like that too. Right mm-hmm. where I'm at. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'll I'll take I don't I'll try to stay on top of it. So newer bands tend to be the ones I go to, but Gravedigger is probably my all time favorite. Oh yeah, yeah. Saw them play with Blind Guardian here and it was quite Oh gel. Yeah. So yeah. gel. The monster truck? Yeah, I saw Gravedigger the monster truck. <laughs> uh <laughs> open for open for Blind Guardian. How cool would that be? Actually, I mean, that'd be pretty fucking dope. Not awful. Not a bad idea. I would uh I'd go to that show. <laughs> uh what would you say to the haters oh kick rocks haters metal is for all yeah. i don't know what i'd say yeah probably That's probably really not good. much <laughs> keep it true death to false metal. I mean, like yeah people have kind of been hating on it my whole life and uh fuck them yeah that's how i feel i felt i kept i think for a long time this was like the like i almost could understand why people hated every other type of music i listened to uh this one i was like why do people hate it so much i feel almost personally attacked by it (laughs) now i'm over it now i'm like now i've just learned to accept that i just don't listen to music that people like (laughs) those people are just sad sad because they don't know what they're missing i my uh my lovely wife has said before that she hates fun and that's why she doesn't <laughs> like the music I listen to. Yeah. Or, or joy. Just like joyful music. No, she does not. What She doesn't put on music to feel joy. She puts like, on music to the feel. angry music does make her feel joy. That's true. I mean, angry music makes me feel joy, yeah. too. I, I do lie. listen to angry music, too. You, yeah, both. But she yeah. just. That's pretty. It's exclusive. It's pretty much exclusive. Or just like anything Brilliant. that will enhance the current mood I'm in. That's really? true. It's a mood enhancing yeah. drug. Yeah, totes. Uh, what would you? What would it take for people to give it a chance? Mm. Does it need? Do we need I, another Guitar Hero too? Do I, we need like, oh, that's a like, good. Oh, yeah. okay. So you think what would take for like the next wave? Yeah, for the, the next boom? next. Yeah, for the. Well, because the last boom sucked. <laughs> like, they, Gen, how do you get Gen Z into how do you get power? TikTok? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's what it is. Like, will keep going. They love that. You shit. know what? They need some sort of like <laughs> hot. Young, I was gonna say a girl, a hot, oh, nice young chick who like shreds, who's like really cool. I mean, there are there's lots of dope ass women in metal, but like a young, cool TikTok famous Miley's, and when she did like the kind of punk rock, like Billy Idol thing, yeah, Miley's next album, yeah, the the disco phase. Maybe Taylor Swift needs to like like, do a mashup with fucking Maiden or something, bring it newer, I think from miley actually i might hate that i take it back olivia rodrigo <laughs> there you go actually there you go. yeah who's the lady who plays the bass well if new metal can come out or come back yeah but this new new metal man i don't know <laughs> it's not for me <laughs> it's really not for me you probably wouldn't what if it was like hyper pop power metal it's god it's got to be coming like, yeah. like it's it's two maximalist genres yeah. mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. Two two genres where more is not more enough. Hundred gecks could do <laughs> yeah. that's what could do it. Gex if a hundred gecks because they've done hyperscale. If a hundred gecks does a power metal song, it could do something. And they would do it. And they've done new metal. They've but done, then they've done it all. you know, if it if it like got too popular, it would lose some of its mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and I think it's because it's so popular <laughs> in Europe. Like yeah. I think it's at its. I think it's at its peak popularity in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, but we just don't see it. Yeah. Because it's I mean. never died yeah. down. We're also there. in Alberta. Yeah. But that's like, <laughs> it is huge, right? In Europe? Huge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Enormous. Yeah, like yeah. bananas. Yeah. Like like people on the like Finland top or like yeah. whatever singing it's, it's competition. All really? They do like nightwish songs that's why don't we have anything like that like we don't have a eurovision or like a san remo or you know the big, junos we have the fucking junos because <laughs> that'll skyrocket you into wealth and fame <laughs> hey local metal heroes striker you've been in bands with strikers i have members. they they my homies and <laughs> i friends they're not particularly loaded people no i don't see them driving around in their ferraris or anything, <laughs> <I> tell you <laughs> They have Ferraris. They're, <laughs> they're just not driving Corolla around. Corolla money, them. but Europe loves them way more than yeah. Europe loves them. Yeah. They're on a European label. They're way bigger in Europe than here, right? Well, the old yeah, they're so big here. <laughs> so, what is this podcast all about? You may ask. Yeah, I've been asking. Uh, 
We're going to do this. So if you listen to Checkered Pass, this is going to be a little bit different. Instead of it being like album breakdowns and such, this is going to be more just historical sort of storytelling uh, in the vein of uh, podcasts like If Books Could Kill, My Favorite Murder, uh, or Sawbones, where we'll go through the history of power metal. This episode, we start in 1970, and we go through the ages and everything that's happened to build the genre into what it is today. Uh, We got some tunes that we'll play. There will be a companion playlist that will join with this episode that you can listen to where all the bands we talk about will be featured. It's in the show notes. Uh, So are we ready? Do we want to start talking about stuff? Are we excited? Let's do it. Let's talk about metal. So Black Sabbath, (laughs) that's where it all starts. Uh, So let's start with that song. So this is 1970, this is Black Sabbath 2, this was like the turning point. We, almost every metalhead can pretty much agree that this was the start of what we consider heavy metal. Before this, before this you had Hendrix and Cream, I guess, uh, and Led Zeppelin would have been happening around this time too. And people were calling them heavy metal. But it was more just to say, like, hard rock, heavy metal. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, throughout the 70s, it wasn't really, like, clear. That was all kind of together. It was just rock music. Mm -hmm. Rock was still new and figuring it out. It was on the radio and it wasn't so dangerous anymore. But people were trying to, like, make it kind of dangerous again. And people, when, uh, what's his name? Elvis Presley. He's a guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> when, uh, you know, he stopped being dangerous, it was like, what's next? What's the next dangerous yeah. uh, type of music? And it was um, all the eels bold. Yeah. Lester Bangs of Cream Magazine called uh, Black Sabbath a cream ripoff, and he said he hated them. Whoa. Slam. Rude. That, after that song kind of, well, so, you know, they were a bit of a slower kind of version of music. Like, they really took the heaviness and like brought it down a, a peg to kind of make it a little bit sledgier and darker d- darker all the church satanic stuff. touring with the blue oyster cult yeah i see that's my jam i love mm-hmm. blue oyster cult i love blue oyster cult so much They're very psychedelic <laughs> yeah i like that's when i the groovy sabbath and like groovy. blue oyster you know that's like but i don't like psychedelic rock too much they would uh no. they would jam on they would their songs would be like 10 12 yeah i'm not like a deadhead you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and y'all are deadheads no i mean that's mm-hmm. kind of like more like hippie music i guess yeah that's right? for the hippies then. <laughs> uh and then so you also had what deep purple alice cooper yes, right alice. do you want to talk about the theatrical that's my theater baby yeah. <laughs> the drama that was like the whole thing brought it all kind oh, of yeah. into the into the seventies, yeah, Ozzy was drama. Yeah, stage biting shows, heads biting off heads of bats and shit. Yeah. We had Kiss coming around at this time. ACDC by the mid seventies. Mm-hmm. We're getting like more like rock and roll. Yeah, right, definitely. And Queen. Yeah, there's those soaring vocals, baby. Yeah, not to say that Queen was like a heavy band, but they would. You know, yeah, they, they did. They did some wild shit. That's for sure. You Queen fans like Queen? Oh yeah, I do like. I like Queen a lot. Baz does a few Queen songs in the old set list. In the, the old cover set band. list, yeah, there's a couple. Of, um, we do we do Bohemian Rhapsody, which is very fun. The theater content is high, and I love that. Um, and we do Break Free. We do another one, Bites the Dust. I feel like we're missing one, but. But yeah, it's always a good time. It's really fun to sing, too. Like, as a vocalist, I really like, yeah, you know, the soaring vocals. It's fun to, like, show off and really wail for those songs. It's fun. Ozzy Osbourne dined on a bat while on stage in Dave Moines in front of 5,000 or so witnesses in 1982. 82. So that would have been uh, when he was solo then. Because he wasn't in Sabbath at that time. In 82. Oh, yeah. That would so have been Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. With Randy Rhodes. 
I like that they said he dined on a bag. Yeah, I know. That's why I tried. Very polite way of putting it. He set out a tablecloth. (laughs) Lit a candle. Had a little kerchief. Yeah. (laughs) Tapped the corner of his mouth. That's probably why it was so horrifying. (laughs) People were like, why'd you stop the show? It was like halfway through Crazy Train. You just all of a sudden took out this. I wonder what wine they paired with it. Red for sure. Fine, fine. Yes, if you're eating meat, you have to. That's have, right. You have to have red wine. The blood of Christ, communion wine. Yeah, that's better. So disco and prog rock were hitting their apex right around 1976, and then punk came along and punched into the dirt, and See so ya. that got rid of all of that stuff. Uh, but that didn't mean that people didn't want more like heavy music because punk is like you know fast and dirty, but people wanted to still have the technical stuff. Like, it's two different directions from the same focal point, whereas punk's about being simple, don't play your instruments white, right? And then the <laughs> rockers, they wanted to be able to still play their instruments well and yeah. be, like, really good musicians. And so that's kind of when the stuff in England started happening. So you had Motorhead, yes. you had Maiden, yes. but even before that, you had Judas Priest. Yeah, Priest is the shit. Priest is sweet. Priest is the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I read an interview with Rob Halford where he was asked what was the first metal record. And he said, since um, uh, Geezer Butler doesn't acknowledge that Black Sabbath was a metal band, we were the first metal band. <laughs> so, yeah. 1975. And he's, they still fucking rock. You know? Yeah. Oh. They're so good. And you know what? The first time I saw them, I think, was at, uh, like, Monsters of Rock or one of those. And then Ozzy Osbourne was headlining. And we were like, why the fuck was Ozzy Osbourne headlining? Yeah. Like, Judas Priest came out and Rob Halford came out on his fucking motorbike and was, like, fucking just in charge. And then after, like, Ozzy comes out and, like, basically had a walker <laughs> and was confused and was like, oh, where, where am I? And Rob Halford just, like... Basically destroyed him. That's destroyed cool. him. Yeah, That's sweet. It was very cool. <laughs> Rob Halford's my man. Uh, so the UK scene was called Vunwabum, the new wave of British heavy metal. New wave of British, British heavy, heavy metal. metal. Basically, Mwabum. this is... <laughs> ah, no, this is metal. This is where it really is. So all those bands that were getting tossed around being called metal before, not metal. This is yeah. metal. So you had bands like uh, Angel Witch, Girls School. Girls School. Yeah, yeah. Girl they took school. all that long hair, denim jackets, spiked accoutrement of the biker culture, but then just shoved it up its own ass and said no more hippie shit. <laughs> and said, now it's all about getting wasted. I mean. <laughs> and, yeah. Make it's it very a big, influential. Make it a big rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on the edge of your bed and just noodle on guitars. Yeah. Tigers of Pantang. Uh Def Leppard would have started oh. at this point, mm-hmm. and a band called Jaguar. Who... This sounds crazy. My face is melting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. More solos, more riffs. This and the vocals are so yeah. <laughs> Singing about epic shit. Oh, it's great. Well, so the thing with the Nawabum scene is it's very much like the, you know, Nuggets, like the punk, like garage rock thing that was happening in like the early 70s, where it's all like just singles or bands would do like one-off stuff. That's what this was. Like you had their big bands, but then most bands would just come out, do like one record and then peace out. Uh, But then the, the other thing that happened with this is they got rid of all the blues. That's like the other big thing that kind of changed hard rock into heavy metal is no more blues, just mm-hmm. classical music and mm-hmm. jazz. Mm-hmm. So way more. That's why all the shredding, because right. blues is not like you, you you noodle, but it's all in the same scales. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So when you add in a lot more improvisational stuff, you can fucking fly all over them frets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then what does this have to do with power metal? You may ask. <laughs> well, I'm getting to it. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the roots of power metal really start. Black Sabbath doesn't sound like power metal. I get it. We're getting there. <laughs> 
1977, this is where you get the proto power bands. And then the 80s start to uh, take that into the next level. Uh, so a lot of the hard rock and heavy metal bands are getting really popular. You're seeing it on the radio more. And even Black Sabbath is starting to get in on the fun. So they recruited oh, yeah. the one and only Ronnie James Dio. Right. Who was in a little band called Rainbow before this. King of Kings. He's up there with Bruce for me, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The theater. <laughs> the power. We were asking the question on another podcast. <laughs> Dio or Ozzy? Oh. Easy. Easy. If, what? Yeah, Are you to the kidding me? Yeah. I can't stand if Ozzy's I'm vocals. Listen. I am sorry to say it. So I'm going to listen to Sabbath. Whoa. Celine. I like Dio. I like Dio. And I like, like, I like Dio. I am shocked right now. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how to move forward. Ozzy's like, got the fucking, like, Cooler than Dio? Like, no, not now, but like, it's more fear crushing music. I don't know. This is very good, and and I think, like, he's a much better singer, objectively. Ozzy, I'm saying. (laughs) So Ozzy would only sing with the guitar line. (laughs) That's like my vibe, though. (laughs) He, like, couldn't figure out how to sing off the guitar line. Why bother? It sounds Why bother? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Dio's the the best. He's the best, Celine. Fucking nerds. Yeah. I I also read another interview while I was preparing for this. It might have been Geezer Butler again. He said some crazy shit where he's like, (laughs) He's like, Dio, that man, he he couldn't sing about anything real. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Fair yeah, enough. I was like, did you listen to his band Elf, where he sang about elves? That's you kind of know what you get. <laughs> yeah. um, probably knew that when you hired the man. Um, by 1982, though, let's, we're going to leave the UK and we're going to Germany. Whoa. This is where a whole new genre of metal hard rock was happening. They call it hard and heavy over there. Ooh, it's a hot and heavy metal. Hot, hot and heavy. The Scorpions. They yeah, were big. Scorps. Uli John Roth was, uh, was a guitar guy. And uh, after he left and, oh, my, my blanking on the next guy's name. Either way, they started getting more and more popular. There was another band that was coming around during this time named Except. Oh, yeah. Udo. I love Except right it's good good stuff and so this is this is the song (laughs) i think that is like the first real semblance of what we call power metal now Ah! theater (laughs) drama (laughs) right and then go for it It's so sweet. But a serial killer. It's gonna get you. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah. Let's think about anything real, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) This is like super murder heavy, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hot and heavy. This is very hot and very heavy. Yeah, it's For me, the vocals, it's like if you're not holding a glowing orb of power yeah. while you're singing, fucking forget about it. You know? You don't want to do this, then it's, it's You're not somehow able to me. stand still in a in a windstorm. <laughs> yeah. Like that kind of a thing. Your clothes are flowing, but you're like rock solid standing yeah. still. This is where we'll take a break. And then when we get back, more power pod. <laughs> Welcome back to Power Pod. It's Maz and Rob and Engineer Celine talking about the origins of power metal. Do you want to talk about Canada? Did you know Canada was doing a thing? What we, are we doing? We basically invented speed metal. <laughs> so this is a band called Exciter, named after the Judas Priest song. So in Canada, we had Exciter. We had Anvil, oh, yeah, Anvil. Of, from the documentary. We had Razor. Yeah, Razor. Yeah, we have awesome. sweet, sweet metal bands that are all about like chopping up people's axes. That was like the whole thing. 
Fargo-esque. <laughs> oh, the wood chipper. Yeah. Chopping people. You heard chopping people and then dot, dot, dot. <laughs> so, the other stuff that was happening, like, almost exactly the same time, Thrash was starting with Metallica. Venom basically invented first wave black metal. This is all 82. Same, like, three genres being invented at the same time. Yeah, that's wild. Venom. The 80s. Mayhem? Oh, yeah. By, like, By a decade. Lot, like, yeah. Venom. Venom's old, baby. Yeah. That's second wave. So, that's second wave. So Mayhem and all that is second wave black, black metal. The Norwegian stuff, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. First wave. I'm not familiar with. You had Venom, with. Celtic Frost, and uh, Merciful Fate. Those are oh, like Mer- the, I'm, I'm familiar yeah. with Merciful Fate. That's like that your first, no, that's that your was, first wave yeah. stuff. It's all about like the the, the pain. King, King Diamond. Yeah, man. And acting all sinister. That, that yeah. hits most of your boxes. All of them. <laughs> theater. Drama. Theater. First wave black metal I love very King theatrical. Diamond, man. Yeah, so yeah, good. King Diamond fucking rules. But he... Yeah. Has he's the only one band and person we've talked about that can be simultaneously all of those things and be a little dirt baggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. agree with that. Quality yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get. He's you. handsome too, without makeup. Like during that time, he was like quite good looking. Danish. I have I have googled him yeah. many many times <laughs> over this, the years. Yeah, he's he's Danish. Good That's like guy. you know, like just yeah. naturally pretty people. Yeah, you know? Definitely, mm-hmm. just Norse gods. But this was a blessing in disguise with uh, that all these hair metal bands also started popping up around this time because all these genres, none of them wanted to be associated with hair metal. Um, I don't think Maz has any experience with hair metal. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean. How many hours of hair metal have you played? Oh, my God. Like a lifetime worth of hours you know be at your ten thousand. (laughs) noted checkerheads uh from our other podcast will know that the band in question is rat poison that our engineer joey also plays in yes my mind he's here technically there he is playing playing switch uh but spiritually he's not here (laughs) but these power metal sort of the people who are really into uh like the theatrical metal, as you will. Okay. And all that didn't want to be associated with the hair metal either, even though they played it kind of similarly. They had the high-pitched vocals. They had a lot of guitar solos. It was very high-concept stuff. So instead, what they did is just said, okay, we're just going to do more of everything. More is more. Make it faster. Make it more high-pitched. Make it more everything. Like, just go for it. Because they still didn't want it to be, like, radio-friendly. Uh, and so you had a lot of the Maiden Priest double guitars. Yeah. Um, you had the speed metal drums. And then you had the kind of Queen's Reiki vocal. Mm-hmm. Queen's Reiki would also be sort of associated with the hair bands. But uh, before they got into that kind of mm-hmm. territory, they did that. Yeah. Just like less, maybe less like glammy, less of the makeup, less of the outfits. Yeah. But still sweet. Jeff Tate. It's still pretty catchy, though. Oh, yeah. This is on their EP. This was uh, right before Operation Mindcrime. Didn't even happen yet. I just wanted to see him in the studio when he was recording this. <laughs> Sitting down on a chair. <laughs> He's standing. The legs crossed. <laughs> arm on the side of it just like off the side like this <laughs> laying on a couch yeah <laughs> that's a sweet little Queen's Rake's good yeah a little gallop is always good yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a little gallop that's Speaking of which, we were galloping. <laughs> Speaking of galloping, Iron Maiden. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about them. We haven't actually played anything from Iron Maiden yet. Travis. Uh, <laughs> they were because they would have had multiple records by this time, and uh, but it was right around when Power Slave came out that record that a lot of the yeah the galloping rhythms, the kind of like more guitar soloy stuff, a little bit less of the sort of arena rockiness that was number of the beast mm-hmm. 
The other thing I love about power metal songs is key changes. Yeah. Like, I like it when it's just over the top. I Especially like the, key the truck change. driver key change in the song. <laughs> That's just, I know it's easy, but I love it. This is the coolest part right here. This is the coolest part right here. <laughs> it is. Also, is it not the coolest part? <laughs> I I think this is the coolest part. Yeah. It's great. great. Big yeah. difference between power metal riffs and thrash riffs is power metal doesn't change chords often, but thrash no. changes it really fast. Yeah, going like whole measures with one. It's like awesome. Let that power cord ring out. Yes, Bruce. The other thing that happened in the '80s is guitar gods were coming up. Okay, oh. that became a thing. That that was the '80s. That it was like a yeah. Thing? That's cool. You had Steve Vai. He was coming up around that time. You had Satch. And I guess like Hendrix would have been the only kind of like person like that predating this. But he wasn't Pre- like a shreddy guy. He You're was right. like a fair, noodler. Fair, fair. But I would but he still stayed in like blues riffs. Chuck Berry. So. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's all rhythm and blues You're too, right? right? So anyway. but now it's like these people who just wanted to show how fast their fingers would move. So Wanking. Guitar wank, wanking. Guitar wanking. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> out of the band Alcatraz was a band was a, a man named Ingve Malmstein. Who started his band Rising Force? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so this is one of his songs. Here's some noodly stuff. <laughs> yeah, this song is so good. This song is called Far Beyond the Sun. Here it is. Yeah, my fingers hurt when I hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Apregio's sweet picking. But how's your face? Is it melting? It's not quite. What? <laughs> Just wait. It's hot. It's getting hot. It'll heat up, baby. <laughs> Going on a guitar yeah. journey with this. Guitar journey. Oh, yeah. There we go. Now, yeah. now it's melting. Now it's melting. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's slowly making his way up the neck, and then he's just like all the way back it's Taking down. you on a journey. Traveling all over the world. Climb the mountain, <laughs> and then you're tumbling down. Mm-hmm. It's very impressive. <laughs> it's <laughs> madness. It's absolute madness. It's one step beyond. <laughs> uh, in the U.S. at this time, there was also a kind of pseudo power metally thing happening, uh, where these like. Bands whose vocal ranges were super duper high were all coming out, like uh, Manila Road, Sirith Ungol, uh, Crimson Glory. There's a million of them. There were so many. Uh, but there's th- the most, uh, what do I want to say, divisive band <laughs> came up around this time. It was a little band that just wore loincloths and nothing else on stage. Man of War. Oh, yeah. I do think it's yeah. pretty badass to name your band after the most evil of jellyfish. <laughs> I mean, jellyfish cool? are the devil. They so. are. Jellyfish terrifying. Me too. Alien I've been stung bullshit. by them. I hate them. I. They should all the die. O- the ocean is scary. Everything in it is scary. <laughs> I'm good yeah. on top of it. I'm good, like, like a whole mountain range away from them. I like the ocean, but... The only thing, that, like, I'm more terrified of jellyfish than anything else in that. I mean, a shark wouldn't be ideal, but I would like to see, like, a little one. Little sharks are cool. A little guy. Take a little like, if, I, guy. if I'm just, like, up to my knee in the water and, like, a little shark, like, just swam by, I'd be like, nah. It's I have cool. not put like, much time into listening to Man of War. No? You're not missing much. I don't know. I, I, like I, I, I like them. I didn't mind I like them. I, yeah, I didn't them. mind what I heard at Their all. Their outfits. Wait oh, till you see so them. So much loincloth. Look them up. I, yeah, I can't believe Wait I'm like. Wait till you see these boys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're like, oh, I know what that is. And you're like, I don't think I've actually they ever coined, seen that. They coined the term death to false metal. Yeah. That came from Manowar. True. 
They uh, also have the Guinness Book of World Record for the loudest whoa. concert of all time. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sick. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. See? Now you're interested. They're not nobody. They're like a big, they're no, like they're a big not. band. No, they're not nobody. But they're a band that like never took off in the U.S. even though they're American. They just would go That's to fun. Europe all just the time. Buff, and just, just so buff. Right? So buff. I like like Buff, metal because they're kind dudes. of like slutty dudes, like they're yeah. like the pussycat dolls of like, but like being uh, a guy. Yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. This is like for the female gaze. They all look like Thor. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you see why I like Manowar? <laughs> but they like like they look bad, but also good. Yeah, <laughs> they look bad, but also I like good. the little one. <laughs> There's one little one. There's one little one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're... Their hair is amazing. And word. Like... Word. Anyways, well. Uh, they, nice. Their lineup has changed, but they've always had the same basis because he writes all the songs and oh, their the lineup same, has changed. And their singers always. Been I the think same they guy. were a little buffer and hotter. Like the lineup was more hot focused in the beginning. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, focused. I don't know what. You know what? If if they sat down in a room and said our whole focus, if it was 1980 or whenever they started, and they sat down, and were just like our whole deal is we wear loincloths and we're super buff. Like I don't know if they did it because they thought that would make them popular. I'm like mean, I think they did it because they thought that was awesome. Like I think they're just like I think that's just who they are. World. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. they're like this looks good. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love it too. I just wish they play faster. <laughs> that's fair. Too slow. That's, that's fair. Too it's slow. a little slow. But, but here's a band that's fast. This is another one of these American bands. Jag Panzer. Feels that version. Steel Sabotage. Who's uh, went on to become what do we call them? Trans Siberian Orchestra. Same band. But thrash was so much more popular. Being thrashy was way cooler. Or being a hair metal band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just so hard for Americans to soak up this. They didn't really care. Yeah, I wonder what that is. They tried, and it just didn't work. <laughs> they don't have enough whimsy in their hearts. Yeah, maybe. The Americans. Jaded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no mercy. I show no mercy for Do you love this? It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fast. They have gang vocals. Yeah, gang vocals. Gang is vocals fun. is fun. Gang vocals is always fun. Totally. It gives, it gives the audience direction too. You know, you feel like you're part of the band. I like you're his part of the song. choices in like his pronunciation no, for the week. Nice. <laughs> you know, um, I bet it's different every time. I think the fun thing about power metal shows is like all their songs are like sing-alongs, yeah. but all of their um, vocal abilities are much better than yours, and so you go <laughs> there <laughs> trying to sing along, and everybody's singing along with a variety of ability. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. A good time. <laughs> it ends up like sounding like a children's choir at some point, just all blending <laughs> yeah, in the enough. <laughs> it all kind of approaches what yeah. it's supposed yeah. to sound yeah. like, unless you're like that one Mark Wahlberg of rock star in the front, like hitting the high note better than the singer, pissing them off. <laughs> Have you seen Isn't that? What happened in Rockstar? Like the Is movie? that what happened? I don't. I, that's funny though. That's I love that. The that rocks, and then they kick out the thing. It's based on Judas Priest. It's based is it on not? Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah it's based oh. on uh, who took over for Judas Priest. Uh, oh, Ripper Owens. Yeah, oh, yeah, Owens. yeah, yeah. People love asking Maz if they can like sing a song. Oh my god! Like, every like, time, every time we play a show, someone's really? like, I don't or like, can, can I, I play sing? guitar? And like, yeah. well, can I can I play guitar? Well, there's no. always a guy like <laughs> facing. Either facing the guitar player Martin or away from the like Martin, like the stage toward the crowd, like playing along with him, oh, yeah. like air, air oh, guitaring yeah. with him. Like almost, ev- it's rare that I don't see that. People always ask Martin if they can get up and play a song too. Always, and we're like, well, the bar didn't hire you, so they I might not imagine. love that. Also, you're wasted. Yeah. <laughs> so. Here's five bucks to leave. Yeah. Uh, we haven't played Motorhead yet. I have Motorhead song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Motorhead song. Yeah, I just was... Uh, it's, it's the drumming. Yeah, this is what, like, the double bass drumming really kind of kicked off with this Motorhead song. is, yeah. I think, close to all of our hearts. Word. Love Motorhead. So close. Motorhead does it all. Yeah, man. Let you me know what's gun. fucking cool? 
Who's the biggest dirtbaggy? Dirt I was gonna who's say, Lemmy is, is king of the dirtbags. Bill, filthy no. animal. No. That's why his name is filthy animal. <laughs> <laughs> he like made ugly people hot. You know, I love that. And the way he sings is very cool. So cool. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, and they're like wild to see live too. Have you guys ever seen them? No, no. I've never loved to see them so around. Fun. Good. Yeah, just a wild energy, man. The I've only hit seen was one member that was in a band with, I'm forgetting what it was called, but like someone from the Stray Cats, someone from Motorhead. Weird. It was a three piece. It was Slim Jim Phantom who played the drums. And it was called like, and it was like a combination of like the band names. Weird. Joey's like looking, I'll figure it out eventually. All right, we're heading back to Germany. This is now we're in my my territory for where I love my metals. Uh, so around the mid '80s, you had the big four of um, German metal coming up. So you had Halloween, Gravedigger, Running Wild, and uh, Rage, and they were all kind of doing different things. So Running Wild, if you know who they are now, they only sing about pirates, but at the time they only sang about Satan. And Rage was like all about like 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 uh bikers and stuff they, they did a lot of speed metal i like rage uh rage and sweet they yeah. did a PB. lot of speed comma metal <laughs> yeah mm, probably yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh so and then grave digger was just singing about metal like all their songs were about how metal they were and then halloween was just like playing as fast as they possibly could that's why we got this guy here just like how the gen z dances as fast as they possibly can. <laughs> they try to complete as many moves as possible as quickly as possible. <laughs> That's how you become a good dancer in the eyes of Gen hey, Good to know. Good to know. I'm not there yet. I'm trying. I'm trying to get accepted by Gen Z. I love Halloween also. Halloween is sweet. Uh, one of the best. And so let's talk about Halloween. Yeah, so let's. we had... I don't uh, know any facts. So other than they're, it's like cool when I hear it. Yeah. They have and cool, tight pants and, and really yeah. great music videos. You should definitely watch I don't know if I've ever seen a music video. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> funny. They had a little bit of a, they were a little cheeky. That's, That's kind of fun. Like that makes me like them more. Yeah. That's why they had <laughs> you pump- lit up at that. I love cheeky. Cheeky. Yeah. They had like, they, so they had pumpkins on everything. Yeah. And That's like, so fun. Yeah. Well, I've seen their like album. I've seen yeah. their logo. <laughs> I've seen, yeah, the, I've seen the pumpkin. The pumpkin <laughs> on the logo is not an accident. They put pumpkins on everything. <laughs> I've seen the t-shirts. Yep. My buddies just did them as bands as bands last year. That's cool. At Starlight. And uh, I was really impressed. That's sweet. That, That's not because easy. Because his vocals are the crazy. Yeah, the crazy. They're specific. Quite high. Yeah. Quite high. So at this time, <laughs> Kai Hansen was singing and he was the guitar player. Uh, him and Mark or and Michael Whitecap, they're the two main guitar players. And uh, he was told he sounds like an elf. And so he, st- <laughs> <laughs> so he decided he was going to stop singing because he didn't like it. Aww, uh, and just then, shattered his confidence. That's a compliment. Well, so... <laughs> The story of, I don't feel bad for him. So <laughs> obviously they would bring in uh, a new singer, a much more popular singer, <laughs> um, who, uh, his name is Michael Kieske, who was a theater guy. Yeah. <laughs> he hated heavy metal. Uh, and so he did it. He likes uh, album oriented rock music. And so he's okay. more into like sticks and shit. Oh, like okay. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought him in cause he sounded. Genesis. Yeah. So <laughs> he, they brought him in cause he kind of sounded like Jeff Tate and like, they just wanted somebody who sounded like <laughs> Queensryche. And so that Kai Hansen didn't have to sing anymore cause he sounded too much like an elf. Oh, and, I still feel bad. Uh, <laughs> they had a good run. So like after this, their first record walls of Jericho, the next one is obviously is, keepers of the seven keys i won't go into it too much because i think for the next episode we probably have to like talk more about that because there's a lot more that went on with that but uh when keepers ended like the two records were done the whole band didn't know what they were going to do with themselves Mm. uh kai hansen was too much of a punk rocker and everybody and he just wanted to be like i'm so metal yeah yeah that but the others were like no we could probably be like a pop band and like we could write pop songs and so oh. he left because he didn't want to be a part of that. Because he was too punk rock for it. He was too punk rock. And then he uh, formed Gamma Ray. 
and Gamma oh, Ray's yeah. obviously, obviously a big band. Yeah. <laughs> so he did okay for himself. Okay, so we, that's and then, why we don't have to he do a bad did okay. And then Halloween, what a happy ending. Happy ending. <laughs> and then Halloween took a nosedive for about five, six years because their pop thing didn't work out very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Michael Kieske left because he didn't like what they were doing. And then now they have Andy Darris as the singer since the mid-90s. And, and they tour still and everything? Oh, yeah. And That's they, cool. Halloween's probably put out like 15 records. Gamma Ray's probably put out like a dozen records. <laughs> Both of those bands are doing just fine. Okay. I would love to see Halloween. They re- yeah, they reunited like all both bands together, Gamma Ray and Halloween together again. Uh, they're called Pumpkins United. Really? That's <laughs> dead serious. Oh my god, I love that. And Billy Corgan <laughs> sings on the track sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> if he's available. Yeah. Uh, and so that's probably where we'll end it uh, with this one. Maybe Jack's invited. Oh. Man. The Pumpkin King. This I is am just not a jack-o'-lantern. My name is Lewis. This is just a tease. Because we'll have to actually get into this later. Oh! Yeah. Right as I was about to kick off. <laughs> so there we go. We're 1987. This is the birth of power metal as we know it today. We did the whole like lead up. Yeah. Maz, thank I, you for coming. Thank you for having me. I you? feel like I learned so many facts. It's all it's, it's all, awesome. It's all about facts. You taught me great songs too. I'm uh, gonna remember every single thing I learned today and never forget it. As <laughs> I always do. Do you want to like plug something? You're a, you do so many projects. Mm-hmm. Well, I recently we recently did a song, Celine and I, so everyone should check that out. It's really cute. Femboyu on Femboyu. YouTube. F-E-M-M-E-S. Just B-O-Y-O-S. silly, girly yes. punk rock. Also, if you have YouTube fun. music, you can get it on YouTube music. Also, check out the Wrecked Bettys. Wrecked Bettys. I'm plugging shit. I'll plug it. K-W-R-E-K-T. Yeah, we of course had to spell it stupid just to be <laughs> stupid and annoying. Sorry. <laughs> it's R-E-K-T. Betty's. We just did an um a music video, which was super fun. A legit, like real one, an actual one, but yeah, like a fancy I like one ours too. Looks <laughs> this episode is actually just like a a backdoor plug for Femboy. <laughs> yeah. How'd you figure it out? Because we had the two so the two singers and the songwriter wrote a song for us. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it all came not, together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Power Pod is a spinoff of Checkered Past the Scodcast. It is hosted by Robin Maz, and the episode was engineered by Engineer Celine and Joey. This podcast was written, <laughs> researched, and edited by Rob. The theme song was written, recorded, and performed by Martin Davies. Whew. Our socials for Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok are at Checkered Past Pod, and our website is checkeredpast.ca. Check out our parent podcast, Checkered Past, for comedic dive into ska music or our other spinoffs, Getting Witchy with Mitchie. Yeah, Celine spinoff and gear in your bedroom which is engineer joey's spinoff uh, which can all be found on the checkered pass podcast feed until next time i'm rob i'm maz engineer Celine. keep it true metalheads